I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So you know the results of the World Series. Phillies go down. The Astros get the win. They go up three games to two. And the World Series and Game 6 will take place Saturday night in Houston. We'll get into your calls on that and whatever else is on your mind in the world of sports, of course. And we have to update now. Uh, 877, by the way, 877-337-6666 is the number to call. We have to update now the Kyrie Irving latest with him. And during that break, I was just looking at social media, and I find that Kyrie Irving has finally posted an actual apology on Instagram. If you're trying to follow along with the story here, Kyrie Irving met the media and embarrassed himself further by not apologizing and just handling it the complete wrong way yet again. Never flat out denied that he was uh, anti-Semitic. Um, he is just, obviously, every which way. The Nets handled this the wrong way. Kyrie is just a complete disaster. After working with the ADL and donating money, they still then rejected his money after the way that he did not apologize when he met the media. This after Sean Marks holding Kyrie back from speaking to the media for a couple days to basically get their ducks in a row and go out there and handle it the right way. And then what does Kyrie do the first time he's in front of the media? He acts like a baby and clearly shows that he didn't understand why what he did was wrong and why people had such an issue with it and wasn't going to be forced into an apology. Then the Nets promptly suspended him. Again, too little, too late. But they said, you know, a five-game suspension and basically that he is not fit right now to be a part of the Nets organization. The exact quote was, uh, we are of the view that he is currently unfit to be associated with the Brooklyn Nets. So, again, five games at the very least suspension without pay. Then that statement, which makes you think that Kyrie's days with the Nets are certainly numbered, and as they should be. I mean, it's one thing after another. Will the Nets just save further embarrassment and move on already from Kyrie Irving? I know that you want to win at all costs, and the guy's an immense talent on the court, but he's been nothing but a problem off of it. And the way that he's handled this situation is the prime example. You know, Kyrie said, again, like I said today, I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. Instead of just saying, I'm not anti-Semitic, I apologize. Anyway, then after all of that, now this, and I'm not sure exactly how long ago, I'm just following along with some of the tweets, Ian Begley of SNY, who covers both the Knicks and Nets for SNY and SNY.TV, he was posting about this about 10 minutes or so ago, so I'm assuming it was in the last 20 minutes. Kyrie took to Instagram and posted 
something that basically should have been his apology from the beginning. And I don't have to read the whole thing here word for word, but he basically, well, not basically, I'll read this part of it. To all Jewish families, and this is from Kyrie Irving's Instagram, uh, Instagram post, to all Jewish families and communities that are hurt and affected from my post, talking about obviously the post that he promoted that you know hateful movie or documentary um, that was offensive to Jewish race and religion. Um, Kyrie goes on saying, to all Jewish families and communities that are hurt and affected from my post, I am deeply sorry to have caused you pain, and I apologize. I mean, geez, was that so hard? Like, I don't understand. Why couldn't he just say that after the fact? Not that that would have excused everything, but at least it would have made people say, okay, you know what, he's remorseful, and I get it. But then he goes out there today, days later, a week later, and acts a fool. And now this, where a lot of people are going to say, you know what, screw you, Kyrie, too little, too late. By the way, I'm looking at the time now of the post. It was 11.55, so this is fresh now, about 20 minutes ago. Uh, Let's pick it up here. I initially reacted out of emotion to being unjustly labeled anti-Semitic. Instead of focusing on the healing process of my Jewish brothers and sisters that were hurt from the hateful remarks made in the documentary, I want to clarify any confusion on where I stand fighting against anti-Semitism by apologizing for posting the documentary without context and a factual explanation outlining the specific beliefs in the documentary I agreed with and disagreed with. I had no intentions to disrespect any Jewish cultural history regarding the Holocaust or perpetuate any hate. I am learning from this unfortunate event and hope we can find understanding between us all. I am no different than any other human being. I am a seeker of truth and knowledge, and I know who I am. Now, that is well thought out, well said, and I hope Kyrie did it, not Kyrie and a bunch of different people. And Kyrie's smart enough to where he could do something like that. And I just don't understand why it took this to get to that level. Why is he so angry? Why is he so quick to shoot down people and not take accountability initially? This was all that he needed to say from the beginning. That apology to me, that was, that encompassed everything that I wanted to hear about A, accountability, and B, about somebody understanding why what he did was offensive and why he needed to apologize or clear the air and speak from where he's coming from. Obviously, it's inexcusable to promote a documentary like that, but the way that he just said it, with a deep apology here and also taking accountability for initially reacting out of emotion to being unjustly labeled anti-Semitic. That's where then the frustration comes over. So he posts that thing. Everybody says he's anti-Semitic. Now, obviously, you would think the same thing with the post, right? It's hateful toward Jewish people, Jewish religion, all of that. So what, what are people supposed to think? That documentary is offensive. Anti-Semitic. He posted it. He stood by it. And then, after being labeled that, and he feels unjustly, then he starts acting out of frustration and emotion. Instead of realizing, okay, well, this is why people took it this way and are labeling me this because I did this. Well, now, at least he's showing some accountability. And talking about clarifying any confusion 
on where he is in fighting against anti-Semitism and apologizing for posting the documentary that he did so without context. It's just it's it just nev- it just doesn't end with this guy. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What happened here? Just trying to lower the volume here on the TV. The sound went on. Anyway, it just doesn't end with Kyrie Irving. This to me should have been the apology initially, and we would have by now started to maybe move forward from this. The other thing that's at play here is that this is not a first time issue with Kyrie Irving. This has been a repeated thing, not this specifically, but an issue nonetheless. It's always something with Kyrie Irving. And if I'm the Nets, and and look, you could take the apology, you could accept it, or you cannot, and hate Kyrie Irving forever, I would understand it either way. You could at least look at this and say, hey, at least he seems to somewhat now be getting it, which clearly is way better than the way that he handled himself, where he acted out of emotion and then really ticked the Nets off in the process to where they say, right now he's unfit to be a part of this organization. Suspended. That's it. Suspended basically indefinitely. At least five games. And I'm assuming the Nets were going to give him a chance to do something like this. And maybe Kyrie felt instead of being pushed to apologize, he wanted to do it on his own. Either way, a lot of damage has been done. And, uh, you know, to the earlier point, I get wanting to win on the floor, which, by the way, the Nets haven't done anyway with Kyrie and KD. But at some point... You have to have some self-respect as an organization and let Kyrie Irving become somebody else's problem. I'm not saying Kyrie doesn't deserve to ever play in the NBA again, and I know that he will. And he'll get a second and third and fourth chance because of his skill set. But if I'm the Nets, and now the Nets have embarrassed themselves along the way here as well. If I'm the Nets, I say, thank you for the apology. Finally, it's long overdue. You're, you're staying suspended, and we are going to move you or move on from you. That's how I would handle it if I'm Brooklyn. They need to start respecting themselves as an organization. The problem is they're not going to do that. They want Kyrie Irving there because they think they can win a championship. They're going to bring in Ime Udoka, who talk about respect. I mean, how could you respect that guy for the allegations against him and what went on with him? Not even allegations for what he did to get himself suspended. I mean, think about it here. It is a, as we said earlier in the week, a three-ring circus. They're an embarrassment of an organization. And there's only one way to clean it up. Josiah has to sit there and realize that, hey, I I know this is going to be painful. And I know it's not going to be easy to move on from a player of this caliber. And I know it's going to hurt our chances to win an NBA championship. But this is the right way to move forward with this organization. And if KD don't like it, he could go too. Time to start over. The Nets have sold their soul to try to win a championship with KD and Kyrie. And each year, it's gotten progressively worse. To a point now where I don't see any way out of it other than moving on from Kyrie Irving. With this apology, maybe that changes things from the Nets' perspective. If Joe Sy had any self-respect, and wanted to bring that organization back to respectability, the first step would just be parting ways with Kyrie Irving. 
I mean, you saw it to a certain extent. Now, they're all different examples. But you saw it with the Atlanta Falcons just recently with Calvin Ridley. Now, he got himself in trouble for gambling, which obviously is not legal if you're an NFL player. And the organization decided after he got suspended for a full season, they decided that they didn't want to wash their hands with what was a problem. A talented individual, but a problem. And you get back a third-round pick and a fifth-round pick for Calvin Ridley, you're losing that trade because he is a first-round talent. He is a top-wide receiver. However, the organization can sleep at night knowing that, you know what, we got rid of one problem here, a guy that was problematic and did something that we don't want to be associated with anymore. And now Calvin Ridley, he's Jacksonville's problem. Now, he may be great there. But he's their problem, and Atlanta could move on without the stain of Calvin Ridley and his wrongdoings. That's what needs to happen with the Brooklyn Nets and Kyrie Irving. It's long overdue. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.